Boy, if you can't, this could be the day right here. He just touched you. Amen? Take your Bibles this morning, if you would, and turn with me to Acts chapter 7. Acts chapter 7, familiar passage, I hope, for many. means you've been studying your Bible. Amen? How many of you know in this day and this hour you can finish faithful? You can finish faithful. Listen, uh, don't you buy into all the stuff we got going on around us. You can finish faithful. Faithful. Listen, you weren't saved by the power of this world. If you did, you didn't get saved. You didn't get saved by the power of man or government or nation. Listen, if you're saved by the blood of the Lamb, you got saved by God Himself today. Ooh, and you can finish faithful. You can finish faithful. Let us read together. Y'all been standing. Y'all needed a stretch, didn't you? Amen. Chapter 7. Here we go. Acts 7. Go down with me to verse 54. Verse 54. When they heard these things, We're going to get into these things. Amen. They were cut to the heart. Well, bless their heart. They gnashed on him with their teeth. But he, oh goodness, but he, being full of the Holy Ghost, (laughs) looked up steadfastly into heaven, saw the glory of God, and Jesus standing on the right hand of God. (laughs) Hey, y'all know that's for real. Hey, the word of God is for real, y'all. Get excited about that. Verse 56, And said, Behold, I see the heavens opened, and the Son of Man standing on the right hand of God. (laughs) Then they cried out. Look at here. Then they cried out with a loud voice, and stopped their ears, and ran upon him with one accord, and cast him out of the city, and stoned him. And the witnesses laid down their clothes at a young man's feet, whose name was Saul. And they stoned Stephen, calling upon God and saying, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. And he kneeled down and cried with a a loud voice, Lord, lay not this sin to their charge. And when he had said this, he fell asleep. Oh, he fell asleep. Let us pray together. Heavenly Father, God, God, I thank you for this day. God, I thank you for your presence in this place. God, I thank you for your presence, God. God, God, I know you don't have to, God, but you want to. So God, I ask now that you, God, I know you've prepared hearts. God, we've prayed. So God, I pray now we examine our life, God. Examine ourselves. And God, most important, examine where we are with you, Lord. God, I pray you do a work today that only you can do. God, God, we're not here, God, for show. God, ain't nobody here for performance. But God, we're here to get a word from you. So God, I pray you do the work that only you can, God, and bless God. The lost be saved, God. God, the one walking a distance from you, come home. God, I pray today our hearts be right with you. God, do a work in us in these days, God. God, that we finish faithful. Help us, God. In Jesus' name I pray. 
Amen and amen. We find such a... Um, we find that there are common things and there are uncommon things about these two men. You say, how in the world could they be common things with Saul and Stephen? Well, I can tell you this, they're both passionate at that time about what they believed. Both passionate about what they believed. Both strongly believed what they believed. Praise God for a man who will stand on what he believes. Amen. Amen. Stephen did not back down. Stephen did not let up. Stephen didn't shut up, that's for sure. But yet he walked right in there and told him the truth. Hey, can I tell you today, that's exactly what God wanted him to do, was tell him the truth. Listen, there he is. He's being brought before, set the stage a little bit. He's being brought before the council for blasphemy. And we can go ahead and I tell you that now. There wasn't no blasphemy going on. Boy, he was doing what God told him to do. Hear me that. We know that because we see confirmation of that. Amen? We see that throughout. But Stephen being real with them. Can I tell you today, folks, listen, we need to look at Stephen's example. I'm just going to cut to the chase. We need to look at Stephen's example in these days to finish faithful. God did not save us to quit. God did, listen, when times get tough, and listen, some of you are facing trouble, maybe on your job, your work, I don't know where you got trouble at, but I say it every Wednesday, if you're not facing a trial, then you are to wake up and notice what's going on around you. We're all battling. And we see that right here with Stephen. But I want you to, I want you to notice some key things. As they were the same in some aspects, they were very different in others. Here is Saul. He is well-schooled, well-knowledged. He had a lot of head knowledge, class. Huh? He had a lot of head knowledge. Saul thought he knew it all. Thought he was doing right by God to persecute Christians. Come on. But lost as the day is long. Lost. How many of you know today, listen to me, head knowledge will not get you to heaven. Head knowledge does not get it done. Boy, just because you know the name of Jesus don't mean you know Jesus. Hear me today. There's a difference. One must be saved. It's not enough to know a name. You've got to know the person. And my Lord Jesus, He's a person. Oh, oh he's, a, he's a king. He's the Lion of Judah. Oh, he's my everlasting father. <laughs> mighty God, the mighty God, folks. And you find Stephen on the other side. And here is Stephen sold out for God. <laughs> you know, let me tell you something. Stephen is a picture of whatever child of God ought to be. Huh? Every child of God ought to be. Not backing down, not letting up. Listen, but going forward with the gospel. Can I tell you today, there's going to be trial and trouble. There's going to be people who do not like you. Hey, listen, there's going to be people that try to ruin you. They're going to try to de... Listen, you cannot depend on them. You've got to go with God. You've got to proclaim. You've got to continue on, folks. Boy, there's so many that quit and so many in this day that are quitting. 
You know, there's something like a thousand ministers a month or something that's fallen away from the ministry. Hey, that's just ministers. We ain't even talking about members. Members. People walking away from the Lord. Walking away from their calling. Number one, you better make sure you've got a calling. Make sure, number one, you're saved. You're saved. But look here in this example. This will help us today. This will help us live. This will help us serve God. And if you ain't made it up in your mind to serve God, you better make it up now. Listen, God is not going to play games with you. Y'all got everybody's attention? Y'all got your backpacks on? Got your lunch? Lila cooked. Hey, my baby girl cooked me breakfast, so I'm good to go. All right, I'm good to go. I normally don't even eat breakfast on Sunday morning. She done got me a little bit. God knew. You didn't get yours. You should have brought you a little baggie. All right? But here we are. Listen, why don't we stop fooling ourselves? We need help today. We need help today to live in these days. You're not going to get it on your own, folks. Listen, you can't sit in the corner and just think God's going to sprinkle it on your head. You've got to want it. You've got to have a desire for the things of God. Right. Notice what happens with Stephen. Number one, he's proclaiming the gospel. He's proclaiming to them. Hey, he takes them all the way back with Moses. He reminds them of their fathers. And then he reminds them of where they are right now. Boy, I tell you, there's a lot of skeptics when it comes to God. A lot of skeptics when it comes to Jesus Christ. And a lot of people say they believe in God. I ask you this, do you believe in Jesus? Do you believe in Jesus? But notice here, number one, Stephen proclaimed the truth in the midst of opposition. In the midst of opposition. Hear me, if you're going to get anywhere for God, you're going to have to proclaim the truth in the midst of opposition. If you think, God, listen, if you think honestly that you're just going to go out there, proclaim the gospel, and everybody just go right along with you, you are fooled, my friend. It's not a prosperity gospel. Huh? No, because the truth brings what, church? Conviction. The truth brings conviction. Conviction. And that's why there's opposition to Christ. That's why there's opposition to the gospel. Because the gospel, listen, the gospel forces you, the gospel forces you to examine yourself. To examine yourself. I want to ask you something today. Are you willing to examine yourself? Are you willing to examine yourself? If you're not willing to examine yourself, you're honestly wasting your time. I say that in love today. Listen, there's not going to be no magic potion. I can't pour this water out on you and you get it. I'd love to. I'd wet every one of you. We'd empty every bottle we've got, but I can't do it. We've got to want it. We've got to want it. Number one, Stephen proclaimed truth in the midst of opposition. Look at what the scriptures have to say. Verse 54, when they heard these things, they were cut to the heart and they gnashed on him with their teeth. Listen, that's what the truth will do, folks. There are some that's going to receive and there are some that's going to reject and they're going to hate. They're going to persecute. And if you don't think that in this current day it's not going to happen, I know it's going to happen. I've had it happen. You know what? We need some tougher skin. We need some tougher skin. 
We need to be able to say, God, guess what? They don't want it, but I'm going to keep proclaiming it. I'm going to keep trucking. I'm going to keep going. No, I didn't get my tail hurt, and I'm just going to run and hide. I'm going to keep going. Let me ask you this. How many people get hurt and get offended and all that, and they just ready to wipe it out and quit? How many of you know sometimes that opposition's your own family? Oh, some of y'all, look, come on now. Take a deep breath. This is going to be all right. How many of you know sometimes it's your friends? How many times, hey, how many of you know it's Christians around you? Absolutely. Oh, nobody, oh, everybody's going to be quiet on that one, ain't it? Oh, not me. I ain't that Christian, am I, huh? Come on now. Devil will use anybody if, he, if you allow yourself. That's right. Sure he will. Sure he will. Make sure you ain't being a Saul either. Come on. <laughs> Sometimes the greatest persecutors are believers. I've been, I'm just going to say it. I've been more discouraged by some Christians than I have lost people. Oh my goodness, preacher, I can't believe you just said that. Well, why don't we just get real? Huh? Why don't we just get real? Why don't we do a little example? Hey, you know what? That wouldn't happen if we were right with God. If we wouldn't, listen, we got to be like Stephen. We got to be sold out. How was he sold out? What does the scripture say? What does the scripture say? 54, when they heard these things, they were cut to the heart. They were gnashed on him with their teeth. Can I tell you, it was like all hell broke loose for Stephen. I'm serious. Hey, let me, I was just thinking about this this morning when I got up. Y'all know how I am. I could just tell the devil was on the outside of the house looking through the windows. You know why? Because God put this thought on my heart. Hear me? God put this thought on my heart. You know this, when God is moving, the devil is lurking. When God is moving, the devil is lurking. Oh, listen, he doesn't just lay down when God moves. Huh? Where do you think this evil, this wickedness, this hard heart came from, folks? It's called sin. It's called a heart of sin. Who you think got them all in that uproar? I believe it was the devil himself. You don't think he was right there at Stephen Stoning? You better believe he was. Edging them on, man. How many times do you know that bitterness turns to anger and anger turns to wrath? Y'all have heard me say this so many times. But it's happening even today. Bitterness turning to anger. And anger turning to wrath. You know, sometimes, sometimes we're on Stephen's end of it, but sometimes I think we're on Saul's end of it. Come on. If we're honest, if we're honest, God help us. I said it ain't going to be easy for the ones that go like Stephen, but it also, listen, it ain't going to be easy for you if you don't allow God to use you either. You allow the devil to use you, he's going to do it, folks. Huh? You know what their problem was? Because Stephen was a voice of conviction, folks. He was a voice of conviction. You know, I'm honestly waiting. I'm waiting. I'm waiting on people to start trolling us and doing all these memes and stuff. I'm just waiting on it. I'm going to go ahead and say it. And Southside, I don't know why God would have me to say this. I guess maybe it's going to happen. I mean, if it does, to God be the glory. Huh? But I'm just waiting on somebody to attack us for what we believe. I'm just waiting on it. So Southside, don't be surprised when the attack comes. Whether it be on you or whether it be on this church, there's going to be people who do not like us. And that's okay. That's okay. 
We are not here to please men. We are here to please God. <laughs> to God be the glory for what He's called us to do. Amen. Amen. When they heard these things, they were cut to the heart. You know why they were cut to the heart? It didn't prick their heart because they had a, they had a heart of stone. A heart of stone. And they gnashed on Him with their teeth. Boy, you know how just bitter that is. Verse 55. <laughs> but look at Stephen. And here's the lesson for us here. Just the start of it. Here, here's the lesson for you and I. Listen, Stephen didn't just shut up. Stephen didn't just roll over. Stephen didn't go hide. But what does the word say? But he, being full of the Holy Ghost. He, being full of the Holy Ghost. Can I tell you today, when you got saved, the Holy Ghost entered you? That's right. Oh, some of, some of y'all don't realize that. Hey, are you saved? Hey, do you remember what happened when God saved you? Hey, did He change you? I mean, if you're still the same, let's talk about it. Hey, if you, if you ain't got a... Listen, if the heart of God ain't got in your heart, why don't we talk about it a little bit? Because when Jesus comes in, things change. Hey, the heart changes. You can't be a Stephen if you ain't been saved. You can't be filled with the Holy Ghost of God if you ain't been saved. No, you got to be saved, folks. You got to be saved. But then even for the child of God, it goes a step further. Because now Stephen, a child of God, he could have tugged and run. But no, he chose, listen, by surrender. Catch this. By surrender, he was filled with the Holy Ghost. Filled with the Holy Ghost. Listen, you want to make a difference? You really, hey, you're, you really want to see a move of God? Give yourself over to the Holy Ghost. I say that word Holy Ghost, some of y'all get sideways. Boy, I know it, I know it. Y'all get scared to death. Preacher, what's about to take place? Well, if you open up your heart, the Holy Ghost get a hold of you. Amen. 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 Don't be scared of God. Hey, don't be scared of God. Notice what, notice what he, he says here. Notice what uh, took place. And let me just say this. Let me get this out because you'll miss all of it if I don't say this. All right? I'm trying to, y'all are trying to process this, what God gave me. They have so much here, all right? As physical as this looks, y'all with me? I got everybody? As physical as this looks, the battle is really spiritual. The battle is spiritual. You see, if we want to look on the surface, yes, we see the mob. Yes, we see them gnashing their teeth. We see all of these things and how angry and, and just, boy, how bitter they are. But really, folks, only, listen, what we can't see is the spiritual battle that's raging. That's what's occurring here. A spiritual battle. Verse 55. But he, being full of the Holy Ghost, looked up steadfastly into heaven and saw the glory of God. <laughs> and Jesus standing on the right hand of God. Hey, you say, hey, you say preacher, did that really happen? Hey, <laughs> Yeah, they, they some people that don't believe that really happened. And he just had a spiritual thought. Can I tell you this? God is God. God does what God wants to do. And you know what? I just, hey, I'm just here to see what God wants to do. <laughs> I believe he can do it. I believe the word of God is real. I believe if he said it happened, every bit of it happened. I believe the heavens opened up. I believe Stephen looked up. And there's Jesus, amen, on the right hand of the Father. Hey, y'all say, well, well, some of y'all can't even get excited. Oh, my goodness gracious. Yes, I had my coffee. Maybe you should have some coffee. Huh? 
Listen, hey, hey, we're talking about Jesus. We're talking about the heavens opening up. We're talking about the glory of God. Hey, who wants to get a piece of that? Amen. Amen. He said, preacher, what is all that for? Stephen about to be dying. He's about to kill. I'm about to die. Stephen about to die. Preacher, I mean, what's so important about that? Because watch this. Watch this. I want to read it again. Some of y'all didn't get it. Y'all ready? But he, being full of the Holy Ghost, looked up steadfastly into heaven and saw the glory of God and Jesus standing on the right hand of God. Hey, guess what happened, folks? The Holy Spirit of God is preparing Stephen. Did y'all catch that? Hey, listen, it's God who can, listen, if you surrender yourself, you got to catch this, you miss it, I can't repeat it, all right? Listen to me. If you miss it, it's gone. But here it is. The Holy Spirit of God. I'm about to run. The Holy Spirit of God. Hear me. The Holy Spirit of God. Y'all know he's alive? Y'all know he is living? The Holy Spirit of God. (laughs) The Holy Spirit of God, y'all. You ready? The Holy Spirit of God prepared him. The Holy Spirit of God took his eyes off the mob. Did you hear me? The Holy Spirit of God took his eyes off the mob Hey, and placed his eyes on God, on the glory of God. Now, you might can't get excited about that, but let me tell you the application of that. If you're saved, if you're a child of God, the Holy Spirit of God goes before you and prepares you for what's coming ahead. Woo! Is that good? Let that sink in and help you a little bit. Oh, y'all, I had me a shout about 5 o'clock. Glory to God. Oh, he goes before us. (laughs) And by his Holy Spirit, he prepares us for what's coming. (laughs) Listen, who cares if there's a mob? Who cares that trial and trouble you got? You say, preacher, I got cancer. My God's bigger than cancer. He's already on the other side of that thing. (laughs) Hey, you say, I'm about to lose my job. Guess what? That means God's got another one. How many of you know, by His Holy Spirit, He goes before. He took His eyes off the mob. You know what He wants to do for you today? He wants wants to take your eyes off your situation, and He wants to place them on His glory. Oh, man, ain't that good? Mm. (sighs) Man, think about that today. It don't matter what you're going through. I don't say that like what you're going through ain't a big thing. That's not the way I'm saying that. But it is not bigger than God. Listen, it's not out of the realm of what God can do with it, folks. Do you believe that He's creator God? Do you honestly believe that He's got a planned purpose for everything? Do you honestly believe that He's in full control? Because either you do or either you don't. There's no in-between. Point two, the Holy Spirit prepares Stephen. (laughs) Be faithful because he's faithful. Hear me. Be faithful because he's faithful. Let's read on. Well, verse 55, it's so good, I'm going to read it again. But he, he, but he, being full of the Holy Ghost, looked up steadfastly into heaven and saw the glory of God and Jesus standing on the right hand of God. Boy, I can't, you know, I can just dream about what that must have been like for him. 
Verse 56, and said, Behold, (laughs) I see the heavens opened up and the Son of Man standing on the right hand of God. Standing on the right hand of God. Now let me show you, because you're going to say, well, that's a downer preacher where I'm fixing to go, but watch this. Watch this. God is at work. Amen? Who opened the heavens? Who opened the heavens? Who revealed himself? Huh? The mob didn't do it. Hello? (laughs) Stephen didn't do it. He's a child of God, but he ain't got no power like that, does he? Oh, but God did. But God did. You know what? We need to realize where the power is. The power ain't in us. The power is God. God in us. Amen? And as glorious as that was, as glorious as what God opened up and allowed Stephen to see. Now hear me, because some of y'all, some of you, may, hey, maybe you're not, maybe you ain't got the trial and the trouble. I can't hardly believe it. I mean, I'll try to listen to it, but, but I believe we all got it. But if you don't, and you're on the mountaintop, and everything is glorious, you've seen the hand of God, listen to me. The devil knows. The devil knows. Preacher, where are you going? That mob's still there. I want you to notice the behavior of a mob. This ain't nothing political, so y'all, I ain't talking about rioters. No, I'm just not. All right, here we go. We won't go there. Here we go. Every time God moves, the devil is doing his best to move. Notice what happens. Then they cried out with a loud voice. Then they cried out with a loud voice. What, what is going on here? We've, hey, he's just seen the glory of God. He's just seen Jesus hey, standing on the right hand of the Father. How glorious. But just as God is working, the devil is trying to shut it down. What does he do? Then they cried out with a... Some of y'all need to catch this because listen to me. God, either God has done a work or he's about to do it. Listen to me. But when God moves, the devil's not far behind to try to catch up. And what does he do? Then they cried with a loud voice. What does that... What is that a picture of? They're trying to drown out what God is doing. They're trying to drown out what God is doing. And let me tell you something. When God is doing something in your life, don't you miss this. God's trying to do something in your life. That devil so many times will try to ruin it. He'll Listen, they'll cry out with a loud voice. He'll do all that he can to distract what God is doing. Distract. Not only that, they cried out with a loud voice. What else did they do? And stopped their ears. Boy, that's significant, folks. Not only did they want to be a distraction to what God was doing, but they totally rejected it themselves. They totally rejected it themselves. And hear me, not only is the devil going to make a lot of noise, that's what he loves to do. He loves to confuse. Listen, he's the father of lies. Do you get it? Are you with me? That's what he wants to do, is confuse you, create doubt in your mind. That's what he wants, folks. And when God is moving, he's going to, oh, the devil's going to strike. He's going to strike, and he's using these people. Don't, hey, listen, Jesus said, either you're for me or against me. 
He didn't cut any ice with that, folks. So who's leading these people? Jesus ain't leading them people. The devil is. He wants to drown out what God wants to do with you. He wants to drown out the fact and get off of your mind that Jesus said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. Huh? There's some of you that has felt so alone and empty. I ain't going to look at nobody. I will. I mean, I ain't talking to you, but I'm looking at you. That's what the devil loves to do is isolate. Get you away from the people of God. Get you away from Him. And, and I just feel so much for our people who cannot physically be here. My heart goes out to them because we need this, folks. We need the encouragement of one another. Praise God they're getting the word and the, the music and that's wonderful. But for the folks that can't even get that, The devil wants to isolate. He wants to make noise. And they are going to be those, you mark it down, there's going to be those who stop up their ears and refuse to hear. It's a spiritual battle. It's a spiritual battle. I want you to look. I want you to look here as we read on. Verse 56, and said, Behold, I see the heavens open and the Son of Man standing on the right hand of God. Is everybody still with me? We're all together, right? If not, we'll close it down. We're all together. Okay, all right, here we go. Verse 56, and said, Behold, I see the heavens open and the Son of Man standing on the right hand of God. Then they cried out with a loud voice and stopped their ears. And what did they do? And ran upon Him with one accord. You see, not only will God's, or should God's people be in one accord, but the people of the devil is going to be in one accord, folks. He'll band them together. He'll band them together. How many of you, be honest with yourself, be honest with God, how many of you have felt like the whole world is against you? Yeah. It's part of being real, isn't it? Verse 58, And cast him out of the city and stoned him. And the witnesses laid down their clothes at a young man's feet whose name was Saul. You know, there's a lot of people who wonder why this is in the text. I mean, this is the introduction of Saul. Yes, this is the introduction of Saul. Yes, to prove that Saul was there. To prove that Saul was a part of it. Can I tell you, even a spectator is approval. Come on. Some, we got a lot of spectators today. Come on. Let that fall where it needs to. We got a lot of spectators. But here's the introduction of Saul. And you say, preacher, why in the world is Saul mentioned here? Why is it that we see him taking the raiments, their raiments, and holding them? Because, you know, they would have them long, whatever you want to call them things, and they wouldn't want that to get in the way. I mean, why are you going to stone somebody? And there is Saul. See, some of you may think that Stephen's death was a waste of life. I mean, really. Really, I mean, because some of y'all are going through hard times. Some of you, listen, and we're all dying. Come on. And we're all dying. 
Listen, it was by no accident that Stephen was there in this event, and there's no accident that Saul was there at this event. Because God would use it in the future. See, some of you are suffering. Some of you are battling deeply. And <laughs> you know where I'm going? <laughs> Listen, some of you are battling. You're really suffering. You really don't want to even go on, really. You cannot make sense of your situation. You can't make sense of your circumstance. And you keep wondering why. Hey, can I let you in on a little bit? God knows the full story. You may be suffering now, but God knows how it finishes. And I want to say this for the child of God. Is he or is he not the author and the finisher of your faith? What does that mean? He ordained you. He called you. If you're saved, he saved you. And he's not going to leave you. <laughs> he's not going to leave you. He knows how your story ends. And what has he called us to do? Be faithful. He's just called us simply to be faithful. To be faithful. Sometimes we need to lay aside our circumstance and just follow him all the way. Like it or not. Go with God, you'll never go wrong. How in the world can you be wrong if he's right? And he's never going to be wrong. You, wait, wait a minute, you do realize that. He's never wrong. God has never been wrong, ain't going to never be wrong. He's God. He is God. You say, preacher, how do you know that had such an impact? Well, Paul never forgot it. Remember, Saul got saved, gave him a new name, Paul, praise God. Hey, wrote so many books in the New Testament, praise God. God used him mightily. But can I tell you, listen, I wonder what Stephen was thinking when he saw old Paul over there. Can I tell you exactly what, Paul was, what, what Stephen was thinking when he saw Saul over there? You, you want to know? You want to know what he was thinking? I can all, listen, I don't, and I don't know everything now, come on. But I'm just saying, I could just imagine, that everybody bear with that? I could just imagine what Stephen was thinking when he saw Saul. I pray he gets saved. I pray he gets saved. Preacher, what are you talking about? Well, here's another point. There's so many points in this, I can't get them all out. Pray for those that persecute you. Man, we are so quick to just cast people off. I mean, we are in the day where if you offend me, you are out. Huh? Say it ain't so. Sure it is. And, and, and we, we teach that heart. Do we not? Yes, we do. <laughs> you offended me, I'm done. I'm out. Why? Because I can be. You can also be out of the will of God. Come on. You can also be out of the will of God. Listen, forgive those that hurt you. Hey, listen, if, you know why some people can't get ahead with God? Because they can't forgive. They can't forgive. Now here is Stephen. Hey, he's, do y'all know what the process was? Jewish culture. All right, we're moving, I mean, we're moving as quick as we can. Everybody good? We, we got to get this out. Somebody needs help. Listen, Jewish culture was this. This is how they would stone people. They would take them up about 12 or so feet. They're strapped now. Face first, they would drop them on their face. You know why they did that? Because they looked for that to kill you first. They wanted to embarrass and humiliate. They'd drop them on their face. If that didn't kill them, guess what they would do? The witnesses. 
The witnesses, because that was how they could, that's how they would perceive whether it was truth or not of what was being said. The actual witnesses would cast the first stone. They would cast the first stone. If, that, if those stones didn't kill, guess what they did? Everybody just jumped in. Until they were dead. And Stephen knew this. He knew what was going to happen. He knew what was going to take place. But yet in his heart, what does he do? Jesus, don't lay it at their charge. Huh? I tell you what, people of God need a heart like that. Hear me, folks. If we want some help, we got to get some help. But we're not going to get it in pride and anger and bitterness. And we're not going to make it. Listen, you're not going to make it. Any other way. You've got to give it to God. And you've got to forgive. Let me ask you this. And I'm going to get off forgiveness because somebody don't like it. I just feel it. I mean, somebody don't like it. Who don't? Maybe somebody don't want to forgive. I don't know. Who are we to not forgive? When God gave His only begotten Son. Huh? To save us. Who are we? If you're saved, you're forgiven. We need to remember that. We need to remember that. Verse 58, And cast him out of the city and stoned him. And the witnesses laid down their clothes at a young man's feet whose name was Saul. And they stoned Stephen. Calling upon God and saying, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. And he kneeled down and cried with a loud voice, Lord, lay not this sin to their charge. And when he had said this, he fell asleep. You know what this is a beautiful picture of, folks? Jesus never left him. In the toughest, listen, in the toughest Heart, death. And de- listen to me. Death is not tough, okay? Come on, child of God. If you're battling with death, you need to get that straight in your heart. And I, listen, y'all know, I've said this many times, I'm not waving no white flag with an X on it saying, God, just come get me right now, okay? Now, we talking about the rapture. Yes, I'm, you know, let's, let's go. But a child of God should never be afraid of death. Folks, do you realize there was never a point where Stephen died? Some of y'all don't get that. Stephen never died. Stephen never died. (laughs) Why come Stephen didn't die? Because he was saved. Because he was saved. Oh, y'all that don't like to talk about salvation, just come get saved. You like it. Because he's saved. And can you just imagine? Now, we was talking about what Stephen thought when he saw Saul. But can, I, you know what I wonder? I wonder what it was like in glory when Stephen saw Paul walking through the gate. Huh? You think there was anger or bitterness? Come on, y'all. 
Oh, no, joy. Oh, joy. We got to keep our eye on the prize, church. People of God, we got to keep our eye on the prize. We cannot let this world get us down. We can't lose our faith over our circumstance. Your faith is greater than that. My God is greater than that. My Jesus is greater than that. Finish faithful. Finish faithful. Why? Because He's worthy. He's worthy, child of God. As y'all come, heads bowed and eyes closed, I want to ask you to consider this today. Where are you honestly at with the Lord? Where are you honestly at with the Lord? Hear me. You might be here today and you're lost. None of this made sense to you because you're not even saved. Maybe that's you. Maybe you need to come and get saved. (laughs) Maybe you've got the trial, the trouble, the burden on your heart. Hey, listen, thank God for an open altar. We can come and seek the face of God. Unless some already come, why don't you come? Won't you just lay that thing at the altar, whatever you're dealing with? Hey, we need strength. Where are we going to get strength from? We're not going to get strength from the world. We're going to get strength from God. Oh, why don't we seek Him today? You know, He's here. (laughs) He's here. His Word is true. Why don't we seek Him today? Heavenly Father, God, I thank you for your precious word. Yet again, God, a living word. God, that's alive, that touches our hearts, God. God, I pray today we don't put off delay what you want to do, God. That we don't delay it. But God, that we move now, God. God, maybe it's salvation and receiving you just as Stephen did and just as Saul did and you named him Paul. God asking you to for, for the forgiveness of sin. Their sin. Oh God, believing your son came, was buried, died, but lives. <laughs> oh, receiving you as personal Lord and Savior. And then for the child of God today, God, I, God, I pray they'll just give it up. <laughs> God, give in and give it to you, God. God, to live a life for you. Not worrying about what the world thinks, but God, only concerned about what you say, God. God, sold out to you. Oh, touch us today, God. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.